Well, hello there, wonderful teachers. I want to invite you to an event we're doing this summer. It's in Cincinnati, Ohio, so you have to be able to make it there, but it might be worth traveling for if you're able to. It's happening on July 20th and 21st, so that's over a weekend, and it's going to be the best two days for teachers. We're going to have a ton of fun. We're going to learn a lot about pedagogy and creative teaching and business. We have two fabulous guest speakers and we're even going to finish with an optional Kaylee. That's an Irish dancing party. So I hope you'll be able to join me. Just go to vibrantmusicteaching.com slash turbo that's dot com slash t-u-r-b-o 24 the numbers two four. I hope you'll check it out view all the details there and I hope to see you in Cincinnati in July. On with the episode. Vibrant, vibrant, vibrant music teaching. Proven and practical tips, strategies, and ideas for music teachers. This is episode 99 of the Vibrant Music Teaching Podcast. I'm Nicola Canton, and in this show, we're talking about developing your students' listening skills. want you to do an experiment with me. Let's take a moment together to really listen to our surroundings. I'm going to set a timer for 20 seconds. I want you to listen with me. I'll be listening right here in my recording studio over here in Dublin and I want you to listen to anything that's around you for 20 seconds. You ready? Okay, it starts now. That's it, 20 seconds. How did that feel? What did you hear around you? Can you name three things that you heard? Okay, ready for the next experiment? This time, if you're not driving or doing something else where this would be dangerous, I want you to close your eyes and listen. We're going to listen for the same length of time. 20 seconds. Close your eyes. And just listen to the sounds around you. That's it. 20 seconds is up. So, what did you hear that time? Can you name three other things that you didn't hear the first time, that you started to hear that time? Which felt longer? Was it longer when your eyes were closed or when your eyes were open? This is a little experiment that I've been doing with my students. And you are still in the right spot, by the way. This is still the Vibrant Music Teaching Podcast. We haven't suddenly switched and turned into a meditation podcast or something. But I've been trying that little experiment with my students to try and slowly develop their active listening skills and just get them to think about things a little bit differently. Try it out with your students and try it a few times yourself. It's an interesting experiment to do. 
I was inspired to try this because I was reading about active listening, uh, something I'm very interested in in general, and I came across a TED talk that was linked to in this page about listening from Julian Treasure. Have you ever heard this TED talk? Julian Treasure, he's an English guy, and he talks about five ways we can listen better, make us a better listener. And I thought it was really interesting for us as music teachers because we've all had those students, or lots of students, who don't listen properly. And a big part of what we need to do to make them independent learners, not just learners who are reliant on us and stop playing when they got stopped getting lessons, but learners who keep going for the rest of their lives, lifelong musicians. If we want them to be that, they have to become active listeners because they have to be able to self-correct and adjust things and look for a certain sound that they have in their mind's ear, right? So how can we develop these listening skills? Well, in Julian Treasure's TED Talk, he gives us several different options. One of them is silence, and that's what we just experimented with there. Listening to silence and finding the sounds within it, getting used to the sound of silence. We're all surrounded by sound all the time. In this world, you know, there's hardly any supermarkets that don't have music playing all the time. It's not real. It's not really there as music, right? It's just there as ambient sound, even if it's not music, even if it is real music. No one's really paying attention to it. Music is on in the background constantly, but we tune it out almost completely. At least most people do. And so we need to get our students to tune their ears in. So silence is one way to do that. The next idea Julian gives in this TED Talk is the mixer. And that is listening to specific parts. So listening out for specific bits of things. For example, he gives the example of being in a coffee shop and tuning into just one part of the steamer that steams the milk or something like that. So for us as music teachers, training our students and training our own ears, I think the best interpretation of this is listening to specific lines in music. We can very easily hear the bass line in a song and pick out the backing vocals, but that's a skill that we've gained over time. You know, we have very skilled ears, even if we don't consider ourselves to be particularly by-ear players. We still do have a lot of ear training baked in. And so students can't necessarily pick out those different parts in a song or in a piece of music. So training them to do that, training them to listen for the violins, but also to listen for the double basses and the timpani. So short exercises in listening to different parts of music, I think can be really valuable here and a good way to interpret Julian's The Mixer exercise. The next exercise he gives is about listening to mundane sounds. And I haven't found a good way to interpret this directly in terms of music, but I love the example he gives here, which is listening to the tumble dryer and hearing it as a waltz, because it is a waltz. One, two, three, one, two, three, as it tumbles around. So if we can find ways to get our students to hone in on specific things around them that are musical, even if they're not music, they can start to understand things like meter and, and rhythm and pitch through just listening to their environment. 
The next example Julian gives is positions. He asks us to take different listening positions. And I think this one is particularly relevant for us as teachers. He talks about things like critical versus sympathetic listening. But we can interpret this as loud versus soft, major versus minor, fast versus slow, all of these different listening positions that we need to take as musicians. So the change I'd like to propose to you here in how you might have done listening in the past with your students is to always pose a listening position for them. I used to make this mistake a lot where I didn't give students something to listen for before I demonstrated or played a track for them. And I think it's important to do that. They can't listen to everything at once, or they won't know what to observe. So make sure before you play something for your student, even if you're just demonstrating a new piece for general information, ask them to listen for this versus that. Give them some position to take. The last tip that Julian gives, he calls RASA, which is an acronym for RECEIVE, appreciate, summarize, ask. And I think this is more of a lesson for us as teachers. So that's why I wanted to bring it to you. He's talking about being a better listener in conversation. And he says, great listeners receive, as in they actually listen to what's being said to them. They appreciate, so they say, mm, aha, uh-huh, as it's going, as the person is talking. They summarize, they say back to the person what they said, and then they ask questions. And I think that for us as teachers, receive, appreciate, summarize, ask, even if we don't interpret it in exactly that way because we're not having regular conversations, right? I think we can take a big lesson from that in fully listening to what our students are saying when they're speaking, because sometimes we can brush over things or miss things where actually they're revealing to us that they don't understand something, that they have a unique perspective on something. So I think as teachers, we need to practice really good listening skills. And that RASA tip can help us with that. This is the 99th episode of Vibrant Music Teaching. And so this has been a bit of an experimental episode as we dove into this TED Talk from Julian Treasure and what it means about listening using it as a framework for how teachers can explore listening with their students and how we can learn to be better listeners ourselves so that we can be better teachers. So I hope you enjoyed this little experiment. Now, on the note of good listening skills, I hope you will listen in next week. It is our 100th episode, and I've got something super special planned for you. So I hope you'll tune in then. Until then, listen to others carefully with RASA and try out some of those ideas with your students to get them to become more active listeners too. See you back here next week. Bye for now. Early on in this pandemic, I decided to keep the podcast a pandemic panic free zone as teachers look for a bit of respite from what's going on in the world right now. And that's going to continue. But if you do need access to resources, we absolutely have them available for you to help you improve your online teaching game, to get you set up, to help you with whatever you need. So if you're not a member, you can sign up using the coupon code online right now. You can use that for monthly membership and it will get you one week 
trial to the membership for just $1 so that you can test it out and get access to the resources that you need. Games for online teaching, creative ideas and tech help as well. If you are a member, all you need to do is jump over to the library or into our community forums and we'll be able to help you there. See you on the inside. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Vibrant Music Teaching Podcast. I hope you loved it and I wanted to pop on here one more time to remind you about our event. It's happening in Cincinnati this July and you can get all the details at vibrantmusicteaching.com slash turbo. See you there.